Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show that's on in the afternoon. We have got a very interesting guest, oh, great guest, here great guest, with us great today. book, great guest. Yes, a guy who was uh, a professor, mm-hmm. former mayor. Oh, the best. A couple of stints <laughs> as former mayor. Absolutely, He's called himself former mayor for a couple of different times. The beloved mayor of St. Augustine. <laughs> God bless. So cool. But we're talking um, about and now an author. Yes. Yeah, man. Tracy Upchurch joining us in studio today. Very I, excited. I don't know if there's anybody. You know, we always say we'll introduce you to him in just a couple of minutes. Yeah. I don't know if there's anybody watching that doesn't already know Tracy. I for know, For one right? reason or another. <laughs> um, so we will talk to him very shortly. And I'm excited to talk about this book. Great story. You're going to love this okay. one. Okay. I already really like the cover art. See? Yeah, it really caught my eye. It's very old Florida. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I like it a whole great. Palmetto Publishing, hey. So we'll talk about the book. We will talk about, of course, uh, upcoming events, uh, get you all caught up on everything else you need to know, and hopefully give you a few chuckles before we get out. Welcome back, funnies. All right. Yeah. We're back to full schedule this week. So exciting. Uh, We will start by telling you about our friends at Bozard Ford Lincoln, because for 75 years, they've been here serving St. Augustine in Northeast Florida. They are here for you and your family uh, you can check out their extensive selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, quick and quality servicing, and uh, make sure you pop into that parts and accessories shop while you're there. You can check it out all online as well. Uh, make sure you grab a signature burger at Ford's Garage while you're out there. We would recommend the 904 Burger. Pretty exciting. I think I think we're actually looking at the guy who we replaced his burger on the menu. Oh, did we really? Uh, awkward. No, no, Hashtag awkward. Hashtag awkward. Yeah. Just got very awkward in this room. That's a fun, <laughs> fun little information there. They offer services from home delivery, uh, home delivery to company fleet servicing at Bozard Ford Lincoln. Your family is their family, and they are driven to inspire. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oh. <laughs> Also, our friends at the Bailey Group. Yeah, big gulp there. Big gulp. Big gulp. See you later. Uh, Getting enrolled in a health insurance or Medicare plan does not have to be complicated. In fact, it can be quite the opposite. At the Bailey Group, you are going to work with a local insurance advisor to find just the right insurance coverage for your specific needs and your budget. Their goal is to make getting covered simple, no extra costs, no added fees. The Bailey Group handles individual health and Medicare corporate benefits and financial needs for their clients. Give them a call. Let them do that for you today. 904-461-1800. And then our great friends at Amara ah, Med Spa. It's so much better when everybody's here. Yep. In uh, the perfect blend of relaxation and rejuvenation. Amara ah, Med Spa is your answer. From luxurious spa treatments to advanced medical aesthetics, Amara's ah, experts will personalize a plan just for you. Enhance your natural beauty with things like Botox, dermal fillers, or laser treatments. Experience their top-notch care in their state-of-the-art facility. You'll feel refreshed and revitalized at Amara ah, Med Spa, 2100 A1A South, Suite 2. Book your appointment now and embrace the ultimate spa experience. Is it just so awkward that it's funny? Is that what it is? No, it's so Everybody good. Everybody just laughs. Every, <laughs> they, the people just can't stop laughing at it. Icebreaker. Tracy Upchurch joins us here in studio. Uh, former mayor. Yep. Professor. Oh, We'll talk about that. Some news there. Um, and now a publisher. This is awesome. Published author. Yeah. It's very cool. Published author. Very, very cool. Yeah. Thank How you. are you, sir? Great. Great. I yep. really appreciate y'all uh, uh, having me on and the yeah. chance to kind of hang out with you and talk about yeah. the book. I'm excited to talk about the book. What made you want to write a book? 
It's not an easy process. I imagine it probably took you years. Uh, it, did, it did take me years. <laughs> this is this book probably has the longest gestation period in, in the, the world of books. Um, I've always loved to read, and I've always wanted to write. Mm. So when I was a little kid, June 6, 1966, the, the, uh, the significance of the sixes has none, um, I started a book log. And little kid at R.B. Hunt, and I started writing down every book I read, and I did it for about 40-plus years. That's oh, awesome. Which tells you something about my nerd factor. But um, <laughs> How many do you, think, do you think you have total? I, well, you've got to go on my website and read my blog oh, about hey. my book log. But I just, I just was looking at it the other day, and when I quit, which was 10-plus years ago, it was three or – it was 452 or something mm, like mm, that. Okay. Um, so I've always loved to read, and I always liked the idea of writing, and I at various times have tried to write and didn't have the time or the energy or the discipline or didn't have anything to write about necessarily. Mm. But this story's been lurking around in my head a long time, and it took me a long time to uh, to get it on paper and, and get it in book form. But um, I loved doing it, and um, it's really fun to have the book out, and I'm Really excited thinking about the next one. So what about reading books? Like, are, do you have like a personal goal inside? Like, what if a book's a real stinker? I mean, do you finish the book or do you like, you have to put mm. it down, you have to walk away? What's your rule there? Oh, oh, throw it away. Really? If, really? Okay. if it's not a four or five. Got it. Uh, life is too short. I always felt so guilty. Six, yeah. It's particularly at 67. <laughs> um, no, I'm a great believer that, that life is too short. And so consequently, as a writer... I'm really aware that if I can't capture a writer's a reader's attention in the first three or four pages, mm -hmm. you might be the book that's getting tossed. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've given them permission to set it aside. Right, and, right, right. right. Um, so how'd you do that? How how when you're very consciously thinking as an avid reader, I have to hook them in this amount of time. What did you kind of do? What did you kind of do to 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 do that? I guess. Well. Gosh, I don't know. Um, I do know this. When I got I, an answer, your wife. She was an incredible <laughs> part of this. Beth, got to give her a shout out. Um, <laughs> I do, when I teach, particularly at the beginning of the semester, intentionally try to confuse students. Mm. Not confuse, but but really make them work to make the connections. Mm. Okay. And I I'm, I'm very candid with them. A student like my wife, that drives her crazy. Mm -hmm. She kind of needs to know where we're going. Then she can relax and enjoy the trip. Right. I'm just the opposite. I think I like the what's going on here. I kind of like trying to to figure out the pieces. But I. But again, I tell my students when they write an essay, if you don't grab your reader by the collar, there's a billion other things we could be reading. So. Yeah. Um, so the story of Henry Whitlock, can you give us a little rundown of the road to pick a lot of here? Absolutely. Thank you. He, um, I, I set the story in St. Augustine during the middle of the Civil War and during the middle of the summer. Um, Henry's a 14-year-old kid. His dad's a Presbyterian minister who has come to St. Augustine. At this point, St. Augustine is a Union garrison. St. Augustine's only Confederate for 11 months. Oh. Um, the, the the city secedes, 
with the rest of the South. And, and by March of 1862, the Union has taken it back. And so it's a garrison. There's a military presence here. And, and so Henry and his family come here. Um, and part of Henry's job is to go over the San Sebastian River and graze the family cow. And in that process, he discovers a wounded Confederate soldier. And so the story is really about Henry's uh, effort to save the Confederate soldier. So it involves him carrying him along the Piccolotta Road and meeting some characters along the way, ultimately across to the west side of the St. John's River. And um, and so it is, it's very much a coming-of-age story for Henry because Henry's a frustrated 14-year-old who's got a, an inept father. Mm-hmm. But there's also a little bit of, of a significant maturation on the father's part during the course of the story because he's, he's wound really tight and he loosens up a little bit during the course of this week or so. The idea for the story I've had for a long time, but there's actually, a, a, I'm going to call it an urban legend, an old story around town that something very similar happened. Mm, okay. uh, so there is, I don't think there's truth to it, but there's an old story. Okay. And um, so if you think about it, this is much of this is happening at, at US 1 and, and King Street and King Street and it becomes Piccolotta Road and... It's yeah. interesting that you picked 14 for his age, because obviously you said it was like a coming of age. Mm-hmm. Was that at that time period? Was like 14, the 18 that we have nowadays? No, no. I I think that's a little bit of a misnomer that, that people matured quicker um, or that they had greater legal standing than they do. The, the ages were pretty significant. So, for instance, during the Civil War, both the, the, the Confederacy and the Union has a draft, mm. and it's 18, just like it would be today. And so, um, while I think there was some flexibility, there's a great book that's out uh, about boys in the Army, some 100,000. Wow. Uh, and, you know, they're there for all sorts of reasons, but between the two armies, I think that's the number that that we have. So, yeah. it's really, it is an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the other things I tried to get at is these aren't real soldiers. These are, there's, they're not fighting, they're scouting, they're sleeping in the woods. And so there's a little bit of play. Mm-hmm. And uh, while there's some death and some amputation and that sort of thing, um, you know, the, the Confederates that were guarding, that were watching St. Augustine, weren't really engaged in many firefights. They're riding around the woods and checking on the Yankees. And so it's a little bit of a different sense of war here, um, at least as portrayed in the story. But even more within the family, because you see some dilemma between duty and family within the subtext of the book, right? Absolutely. And, um, you know, the the... The parents are, the parents, in fact, are not the biological parents. They are the adopted parents. Not at all uncommon. Oh, wow. Childbirth at this period of time is an exceedingly dangerous thing. And so women are dying in childbirth. And and so there's lots of families that are kind of put together 
Uh, and so Henry comes into his parents' family without being their biological child. And so there's a little bit of that about belonging and family and kind of creating family when there's not necessarily a, a blood relationship. I love what you said about the cover of the book because I love the cover of the book. And let me tell you, there's a little bit of a story there. Um, this is from um, a painting by a fellow named Krondorf who was here in St. Augustine in painting in the 1950s. And um, Joe and Jane Bowles owned the painting. And um, Kelly Conway took the photograph of it for me. My publisher was able to manipulate the image because there's a building in the middle of the original. Oh, gotcha. And so Ooh. the publisher was able to uh, to exclude the, uh, the building. And um, cool. so I appreciate that because I love the feel for the book. It's beautiful. And, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So where can people find it? All the outlets where you buy books. All the imagine, online, right? all the online outlets have it. Um, so Amazon and Bookshop.org and Barnes and Noble and others. Um, but the David Bagnell at the Lightner, uh, they've got it there in the gift shop, and the Historical Society has it. Uh, and my friend Tori Strange is going to have it, and. Um, so we're working on having it in more physical locations, but um, yeah. So being weird. a former mayor and writing this book, was there anything that, you know, in that position, did it influence you on this book at all? Like as far or to connect you with the historical society of some sort? No, I have my master's in history. I've always loved history. So back to my book log, the whole first page are biographies, uh -huh. Christopher Columbus and, you know, things that boys would re have read in the 1960s. So it's not really anything to do with, with my service as mayor, but. Certainly my love for history, my understanding of the Civil War period, my love for St. Augustine clearly factors into it. I felt like I knew enough mm. to make the story believable, but I also didn't want to overshare either because then it just gets bogged down in right. minutia. Mm. Um, but how did you study and like how did you get through the ethical complexities of the actual story? Like how did you find a lot of the things that happened during the Civil War and kind of tie them in as opposed to it being such a piece of fiction? Um, well, let me, let me go back to something earlier you said. When I originally wrote it, there are a lot of Menorcan names. Mm. I anglicized a lot of okay, them. Okay, yeah, I was wondering. Okay. Omar's became Patterson. Got and, it, got and, it, uh, okay. So I thought, wow, they may not like that. Um, so I did have some sensitivity to that. Um Several of the, there, there are lots of what are they called Easter eggs. So there's a yeah. lot of things there that uh, Daniel Allen, the wounded soldier, Daniel Allen is a historical character in St. Augustine during that period. This is not his story, but it is his name. Mm -hmm. um, very quickly, not to nerd out too much. <laughs> there's a wonderful group of documents called the Southern Claims Commission records. And so under certain circumstances, Southerners could seek compensation from the federal government for losses they'd suffered during the Civil War. But the wonderful thing about th these are sworn documents, and they allow us to get very, very deeply into the fabric of a community. And so one of the questions would be, um, who else was a unionist? Who else was loyal to the union that you know? Oh, well, Pete Melfi was and Dave Hensel was. And so now we've got other names. Mm -hmm. And so 
one of the, the the records that I've written about in an academic sense is this this fascinating family called the Southwicks. And, and in fact, much of this would take place on the Southwicks' old farm. And her son dies, is wounded at Antietam uh, and dies in Richmond. And she gets a pass. How this happens, I do not know. To leave St. Augustine and go to Richmond to find her son. Wow. What a phenomenally interesting story. Really? And when they ultimately move into St. Augustine, their farm is destroyed, and um, other witnesses say they're basically living in a palmetto hut. Mm. And so, so there are these records that give us this, this insight yeah. to what these lives were about. And I've always been interested in the small story as opposed to the large story. I mean, yeah, we can read about the strategy and, you know, Lincoln and all of that. And it's really interesting and really important. But what captivates me is what was it like? What did it smell like? What what was the emotion? What's the fear? What's it look like? And um, so that's and those are the first four pages of that book because you <laughs> well, really do draw you. that in the the environment, the smell, the fear, and all of that. You feel that right in there. Well, thank this is you. Excellent. Yes, I was in a writing group and there was a, a woman from Brooklyn in the group and uh, and it was my time to read again. And she says, "Oh yeah, guess what? Palmettos and it's hot." Yeah. So yes, I worked really hard on my palmettos. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now you've worked really hard as a professor for right. a very long time. Um, here at Flagler College. Uh, I understand you will be retiring after the end of this school year. That's uh, Is that a bittersweet moment for you? Sure how, it is. how are you feeling going into that? Sure it is. Uh, I've been at Flagler 17 years. Mm-hmm. I had, uh, just like I'd always wanted to write, I always wanted to teach. And um, I finally got the opportunity to do that. I'm forever grateful. And it's been a tremendous great ride. Um, but you always want to leave the party when it's still fun mm. and it's still joyful to be there and, and, and to be with my students and, and, you know, the, the intellectual, uh, rigor. There was a, a little post I read somewhere this morning in New York times about Ellen Kagan commenting on something and, you know, so I'll be able to bring that into class today, and that's that's really really fun. Um, super excited about retirement. My wife retired in the summer, and uh, she's really good at it, and she's really excited for me to hang out with her. And she'll cool. be able to give you some tips. Then. She will give me <laughs> some tips. Of the game. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. How do you multitask all of these incredible uh, leadership opportunities that you've had over time, and how do you balance it and, and continue with the same consistency? Mm. Um, I, I think one of the reasons I'm excited about retirement is I do have a lot of interest and, uh, things that excite me and that are fun and that engage me. Um, part of the reason the book took so long, um, I remember when, when I first became mayor the second time around when I became mayor in 2019, I remember telling John Regan, I said, now look, I'm writing this book and I've got, well, of course, you know, the mayor kind of pushed the, the book out of the way, which is fine, and it should have. Um, so, gosh, I don't I don't know the answer to that. Sometimes I feel like I do an awful job of it, really? of, of, of being too divided and too split. But 
I, I've been very fortunate and I kind of use the analogy sometimes that my life's been like Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. So everything on the buffet is absolutely wonderful. But if I eat all of it, I'm going to feel awful. Mm-hmm. And so kind of figuring out how to pace myself and it's, I'm no good at it, but but at least I know I need to figure it out. So maybe yeah, retirement yeah. will help me. Yeah, there, <laughs> there it is. The solution. <laughs> Tracy Upchurch, thank you so yeah. much for hanging out with us for a little while. Great the book chat. is The Road to Piccolata. Um, pick it up wherever yeah. you find books. Um, very exciting. Thanks very so great much. And I, I don't yeah. think it got away from me. I know we don't have time to talk about it today, but it didn't get away from me in the very beginning that you said you're working on another one. So we'll Absolutely. have to uh, we will have to talk to you about that one sometime soon. Great. Thanks so awesome. much. I really Thank you so much. <laughs> wow, man, that's pretty cool. Legendary interview. I loved it. I love yeah, to hear the journey and the character study. Yeah. And it's cool to like knock off a bucket list item like that. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. Very cool. Um, and uh, I love that. Obviously. A history buff, mm-hmm. so um, this is going to feel very, very accurate yes. uh, as well to history. So, very exciting, man. Very, very cool. exciting. All right, let's see. Before we get to horror scopes. Huh, speaking uh, of history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to be uh, history after you hear this. Um, right. Now, I guess speaking of history, Old Town Trolley, right? There yes. There you go. Um, you can you can uh, check out a bunch of St. Augustine's history out there. Over 500 years of our local history, by the way. And uh, as somebody who's lived here my whole life and heard about history and, and all the history of St. Augustine so many times, right? Mm-hmm. You still go on these trains and you still learn things. It's pretty amazing. 90-minute uh, tour, 22 stops, more than 100 points of interest. You can hop on and off at different spots and enjoy different things and hop right back on. Uh, the Old Town Trolleys, they're the green trains. Check them out. Experience downtown in a new way. And check out All American Air for 45 years. They've been serving St. Augustine and its surrounding counties. Their areas of expertise include warranty, non-warranty service work on all makes and models of AC units. They have preventative maintenance service agreements, new construction installations, and equipment replacement with high-efficiency systems. From the most efficient Lennox home systems to the iComfort Ultra Smart Thermostat, All American Air has all the latest and greatest in your HVAC products. Check them out today. Get on one of those maintenance plans, 904-461-006. And then, of course, our friends at Bin 39 Wine Bar, downtown St. Augustine, right on the Orange Street side of St. George Street. Oh. Pop in there. Yeah, there's a nice little courtyard. You can pop in, grab a, grab yourself a glass of wine or two or three, and then just sit down in that courtyard and enjoy the day. Today's going to be some great weather for sitting in the courtyard and enjoying a glass of wine or seven. And if not, then you just go inside because it's nice there, too. <laughs> yeah, they got you covered, man. They want yeah. you to have a great experience out there. Uh, check them out. Give them a call. 904-827-5740. And everybody save the date for tomorrow. It's Galentine's Day over at Bin 39 from 2 to 5 p.m. They got Jolie on the mic. It's going to be an amazing moment. They're planning something super special. So please come awesome. out of there. Thank you for that heads up. Sir. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. It is horoscope time. I told the stars to make it a little longer this week. They were a little short. A little short before. So here we go. Aries, Taurus, Gemini on deck. Let's get some music. (laughs) (laughs) Aries. Today, dear Aries, you'll embody the spirit of a bull in a china shop, metaphorically speaking. Your unmatched energy will lead you to tackle tasks with such vigor that you may forget to check if they needed uh, doing in the first place. Mm Mm-hmm. Expect uh, enthusiastic. Expect to enthusiastically start a new project before the old ones have finished, <laughs> leaving a trail of half-done tasks that might just redefine the concept of multitasking. Oh, 
Brutal. All right. Taurus, your unwavering dedication to proving a point will reach new heights as you embark on a quest to argue with inanimate objects. Uh That GPS suggesting a faster route? Clearly it doesn't appreciate the scenic beauty of the road less traveled as you do. Today, your stubbornness becomes your superpower, enabling you to steadfastly ignore helpful advice in favor of learning things the hard way. Okay, all right. (laughs) Gemini, get ready for a day filled with lively debates, primarily with your own reflection. Your unparalleled ability to see both sides of any argument means today you'll spend more time in contemplation than in action. Mm. Debating the merits of coffee over tea and then switching sides halfway through your cup. Oh, that's going to cause you some problems. Not fun. Your conversations will be so engaging that even you might need a moment to catch your breath. All right. Wow. All right. There we go. (laughs) Hey, uh, I just got an email from uh, Bev Slough that the uh, St. John's County School District, the FBI, then St. John's County Sheriff's Office are offering a presentation at Creekside High School on Thursday, February 15th from 6 to 730 p.m. This is called Be Smart with Your Kids Smartphone. This is Mm. such an important topic. The presentation is free and open to the public and no registration is required. So, yeah, check that out. Go to St. John's County School District page if you want some more information, but that, again, is February 15th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. All right. Hey, 40th anniversary of the Lighthouse 5K and Fun Run is happening. Yeah, 40 years. That's awesome. It's, of course, hosted by the world-famous Junior Service League of St. Augustine. Uh, This is happening February 17th at the St. Augustine Lighthouse and Maritime Museum. It's a lot, a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, you can check out more on their socials. All right. Very cool, man. That's that's a big anniversary. Big. 40 yeah. years is um, something deal. very special. It's an Sweet. 8 a.m. start time, too. That's a new thing, I think. So that's nice. All right. Yeah. Hey, last one today. Studio 94 is doing a scavenger hunt with Captain Jack White in collaboration for with Studio 94. Free for kids. Photo modeling class and run with Jack. Special guest Lana Persona. RSVP in the comments on their social media page. Uh, this is happening Saturday, February 29th. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So check out some, uh, more on their socials. I'll put link in comments. Good right. stuff for kids to do. Good stuff. Thanks, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, got to tell you about our friends at Panache before we get to the funnies of the day. I can't wait to get to these here today. Yeah. It's been a hot minute, man. <laughs> Since 1987, Panache has opened its doors to be a cut above the rest. Their mission at Panache, caring for their team, their guests, and their community from scalp to soul and bringing joy to the world, one service at a time. Lots of joy to your world when mm-hmm. you go there to Panache. They've got a carefully chosen and highly trained staff there to exceed your expectations. Same goes for their elegant salon space and everything they do reflects the standards of an Aveda salon. Aveda's like top of the top, right? Absolutely. The best of the best. Yeah, man. Get posh and go to getpanache.com. And get tickets for Love Your Mother. They're on sale now, April 27th. That is going to be awesome. I know VIP is going very quick. So, yes. I will put that link in comments as well. And the United Way of St. John's County, yay, in comments, is a catalyst for change, (laughs) bringing together businesses, volunteers, and organizations to tackle the toughest challenges that are facing our community. With your support, they can make a real difference. But they can't do it alone. They need you, your passion, and your generosity. Together, they can create a brighter future for every individual in St. John's County. Check them out today and volunteer for some of your time. UnitedWay-SJC.org. Very good. 
All what right. we do to get out of here? We got the artworks that were too good to be turned into memes, okay? Oh, okay. This first one, this art completes this dude, yes. <laughs> wow. Feels right at home there, yeah. <laughs> Definitely valuable. Next up, Jesus Christ, look at the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, my grandma used to have that exact clock. It's a great clock. Yep. <laughs> Next up, when you go fancy to a fancy party but decide to steal their 50-inch TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yes. Okay. Next up, that moment when you're about to join the revolution and you realize you had promised to take the kids to the park. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> Get those kids out there at the park. Throw the football. Yeah. Next up, when autocorrect hits you with holy shot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then you type it into AI. That's Ugh. exactly what you get. Next up, Victorian era birth control was somewhat hit and miss. <laughs> Pretty good. Next up, electricity bill, oil on canvas. Oh, oh yeah. I know, girl. Some yeah. things never change, man. Next up, I never said that. Me with the screenshots. <laughs> there you go. Yep, those damn screenshots. Next up, I'm arguing like a fine wine in a basement untouched. Ooh, Ooh wow. wow. Next up, when the violin solo is so damn lit, it you just become a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. That's so, okay. That's an effect right there. It's a very, there. very bend, very yoga. And our last one, when you tap your pockets but realize your phone and you realize that it's 1820 and you're just high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. That does look like a blunt. Yeah. Doesn't really have his phone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Good stuff. Uh, thank you for helping wrangle a good show here for today. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you to Blake for pressing all the buttons. You guys out there for watching. We'll talk to you in the morning. Bye, everybody. <laughs>